No one just dropped all their dice. Yeah, we could tell you were paying close attention to the story, too. I was! Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band that solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a Fearbold bass player. He's in the band Dreamlancer, wears cut-off jeans, Birkenstocks, and has a familiar raven called Crow. Hello, listeners. My name is Brayton. I'm playing Staff, the Changeling, who is playing Scrapper, the Shifter. Dreamlancer hired Scrapper as their guitar player after firing Staff's old persona. But don't tell them, they don't know. Staff is a College of the Road bard, which is from the Humblewood campaign setting. Windy coming at you from the streets of Hank Dwayne. Dreamlancer's planning to get a lot of fame in the next town. We make it too, so treat us good or you'll feel a fool. Nora, do you think that fool and two rhyme? Is it because yes. they both have double O's, so you're yes. like, fuck it? Do you also feel like book rhymes with two? No. Oh God, English is fucked. So here's the thing. There's a difference between a word where you can blur the consonant so that you can't actually hear it. Like R is a good example, and L is a good example, but K is not a good example. Cool. K. Wait, cool starts with C, unless we're talking about cigarettes. Emily, I want you to know that not everyone that plays D&D would say, I have a familiar raven, and they would say, I have a raven familiar. Because it just sounds like you know it really well. Oh, should I retake that? Hold on. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a Fearwolf bass player. He's in the band Dreamlancer. He wears cut-off jeans and Birkenstocks and has a familiar, a raven familiar called Crow. A familiar raven familiar called Crow. <laughs> Is that better or worse? Well, those are both going in the podcast now. I've played D&D before. I'll have you know. The day grows old as Dreamlancer journeys down the road. Perhaps they're in search of a safe place to rest. You come across a couple of Inganalian guards who are known for their attire that you recognize and their stature. Which seems humanly exceptional. Exceptionally human? No, humanly exceptional. Like they're real tall? Yeah, they're like big. Which way did we leave out of Hang Thwain? Which direction did we head? West. I don't know. Toward Dreskbit, because you wanted your cart back. Okay. Is it my wrong? Do you not want your cart anymore? Oh, I definitely no, want our cart back. We need that. Yeah. Oh, poor Valerie. All alone this whole time. No one even knows who that is anymore. That's our horse. And that car has custom artwork on it. It is not attractive. That's where I put all the t-shirts. We didn't take any with us. And the CDs. Matrixes? Yep. That's where I put all the Matrixes or matrices in this world? It's a heavily debated topic among Inganalian scholars. And there are those who agree with both sides. Who are authorities in the field. It's like GIF or JIF. Did you like GIF and JIF? No. It's not heavily debated. It's not Jif, and no one thinks it is, because anyone that says they think it is is not a human being, and I don't respect them. I am a human being. Jif, 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 Jif. What do we know about Inganalian guards? Are they, like, buttheads? Like, if we try and talk to them, are they just going to be like, what role did you break today and then arrest us? I think we got to just roll past them. We just whistle and mind our own business? Roll yourselves a history check. 
11. 16. 13. So Staff and the Fear Bulg both know just as part of the things that they know, and Wendy's probably heard this before, maybe in passing, the Anganalian Elite Guard is a specific type of person who, I, it's, hard, it's difficult to say is genetically engineered, but they're like almost considered a different species than human because they are of such higher genetic stock. Did they have a spider bite all of them? No, but they have been affected by magic for so long that their very existence is nearly different than humans. But not not enough. Not enough. They're still humans. They're not like half-elves. Like, half-elves are more non-human than Inganalian guards are. Are they, like, sequestered from a young age? Yeah. And they're, like, taller, faster, stronger, able to see infrared. And Whoa. Use sonar. Whoa, like bad? Two kinds of dark vision. And echolocation. Sonar and echolocation. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. But they're just regular guys that just like to go have a pub at the pint with their pals on a patter day. Where do they come from? Like, are they taken from normal families and raised in a magic academy? Or are they a subsect of the population? They're like the pseudo royalty. So they're like the uh, bastard children. And they're like, well, we don't want to kill you. But we're just going to put you in this life of subservience where you're a guard for forever. And all your children have to be guards because that's how we roll. Similar, but not quite. But kind of like how like Spartans were like the coolest Greeks in the story 300. The historical fiction. Do they get to choose a lot of things about their lives? Like, can they choose who they marry and stuff? Or are they like forcibly bred to keep the bloodline pure? No, but they like if they breed out of the collective, then their children aren't considered available for recruitment. Are there lady and dude guards? Yeah. What's this pair? These are two dudes. Mostly it's men for the most part that go into the service that's just a cultural thing of inganalia i think we have enough information are we just gonna go past them just like yeah i think we have enough information to just walk right past them and not even talk to them okay they nod at you they're not like the uh what are those british the not the palace guard stream guard yeah i give them like a two-finger salute i give them that three-finger peace sign I give them a two-finger salute also, and I wink flirtatiously at them. Whoa. They both give you a head nod, and they say, like, Good day, citizens. Safe travels on the roads in Inganalia. You too, man. If your head be weary and you seek shelter, there is an outpost ahead. Oh, excellent. What's it called? 61752338. The 338 is, there's a hyphen in there. Have you stayed there before? How many stars would you give it? That's where we're stationed. We're... Advanced guard. Oh, oh so yeah. you're like better than the basic guard? No, just advanced. So there's like more guards coming after you? She means behind. Good day, citizens of Inganelia. Okay, bye. Thanks, Thanks for protecting us. You got it. I look in the sky to see if I can see any clouds that are shaped like things. Let's do a weather check. What do you think a five is on the weather chart? Definitely sleet. All right. It's uh, sleeting. Shit. Can I see any clouds that look like animals? No, the whole place is over. It's sleeting, man. It's like overcast. It's not like single clouds. Did you really use a weather chart? Did you find one? I think so. All right. I'm not rolling a 12-sided die anymore. It is normal for the season. There's no wind, which is interesting for sleet. But it says 
light rain or light snowfall. So it is, in fact, sleeting. Sweet. Guessed it on the first go. What season is it, though? Because, like, I imagine Mage Ball happens in the summer. See, Mage Ball, the season happens summerly, but, like, the Mage Bowl's toward the end. But not, like, the Super Bowl when it's, like, in February or something ridiculous. So the Mage Bowl is probably in, like, November, but it's been, like, weeks. So... This may be one of the first sleets of the season. Okay. Oh, are we back into, I imagine we were still in a rocky area, but are we back into getting towards woods? or? Uh, the gorge is just like one specific pass. Dresspit is back in like the plains-ish area versus Leiden is kind of like woodsy. And in between there's a giant gorge. Yep. So we're in going plains-ish now, is that what you're saying? Yes. So it's a sleeting plains. Yeah, like Iowa. Are there farms around here? Yes. What kind of farms? Corn? Is there a corn maze coming up? No, because if I say yes, we're going to spend two hours on a corn maze. Also, he just told us it's like almost winter, so everything's the corn's dead. all dead. So there could be there a corn There is a corn maze. maze. You see a sign for a corn maze, and it says closed for the season. Sorry, fear bulg. <laughs> Sorry, bass players. No corn maze right now because it's all dead. Dang. Guys, you see that sign? I'm so bummed. Sorry, man. It's sleeting. I can't see much. It's not like torrential sleet. It's a nice light sleeting. Yeah, it's making that noise. Anybody have an umbrella? I don't like getting sleeted on. I don't, man. Sorry. I don't have one. Oh, wait. I don't know. Let me check my character sheet. Or just like a spare t-shirt I can throw on my head. That'd be good, too. I got nothing. All right. You want to carry my bucket for my bucket base over your head? Oh, yeah, that'd be perfect. Here you go. Thanks. Did you cut like a F hole in your bucket base? Bucket? Yeah, on the sides, though. Smart. We continue down the road. You come to a very large military outpost in the middle of where you assume is not normally. It's like a makeshift outpost. It's thrown together real quick. You see Inganalian guards. All over the place. And there are like dozens of tents, at least. How many people do we think can fit in a tent? So if there's like a dozen tents, there's like four people for tent. It's like 48 guards. Yeah, four to six people oh, per whoa, tent. Oh, whoa, okay. Okay. And they're big, so big tents. Four to six big people. They're not like... Like, it's weird the fear bulb would say they're big because they're just like on the upper side of human normal proportions. There are two guards standing by the entrance. So the road goes through this outpost. This outpost seems to be some sort of checkpoint roadblock kind of thing. There are two guards standing there. Greetings, citizens. Hello, good sirs. Hey there. Greetings, officers. What's happening? Just chilling. What's uh what business do you have on the road to Dreskbit? Just chilling. Well, yeah, but like forward to, you know. Forward chilling. Because of the sleet. We like making sure that we're using the roads that our tax money pays for. Yeah, traveling in the sleet is awfully uncomfortable, I would say. I agree. As one who is wont to travel in awful conditions, as is commanded. Yeah, life of a soldier doesn't sound pleasant. Well, the day is old. Perhaps you are looking for shelter for the night. Well, yeah, that'd be great. You guys got any spare tents that we could use or? Absolutely. Because the trip from Angthwain to Dreskbit is exceptionally large, it is sometimes, especially in the early winter months, difficult for travelers to make it from Hangthwain to Dreskbit in a single day. And with no 
good halfway point. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. This doesn't look like it's here all the time. So did you guys just set it up for the winter months so that people don't die halfway in between? Um, it's not, we're not always here. Yeah. So why, why are you here right now? Just doing it. Doing the flag a courtesy by command. That sounds really fun, man. Yeah, there is lodging for travelers in our outpost. Great news for us. Yeah, just stay on the road and there's a center of outpost kind of area that has a little community fire pit and a large visitor tent. Is there a community of people who are in need of hearing some rock and roll music? Perhaps. We do like a jolly jaunt on occasion. Ask for Haloon in the outpost center and... He can certainly have you put up for the night. Haloon? Yeah, but is he trustworthy? If, with a last name like Loon. Uh, that's not his last name. Hal Loon. That's one name, bro. H-A apostrophe L-U-U-N. Bro. Very normal Ingenalia name. I never heard of it. Maybe you're not from Ingenalia. Are you traveling from far? I addressed you as citizen, but perhaps you are a foreigner. No, I'm from here. I'm from Leiden. Out uh, the outskirts of Leiden. I'm from the woods near Leiden. I'm sure you've heard of a few people named Haloon during your upbringing. What are some other common Inganalian names? Uh, Gamut, Panatol, Flynn, and Kolaf. I'm pretty sure they only call, like, grandparent generation Flynn. Like, that's an old name. I don't keep up on BuzzFeed to know the lists of this generation's most common appellations. What's that word that means your first name? A uh, pro-name? Ap- you have a surname? Appellate. and a- Appellion. Uh, okay, okay, bye. See you later, man. Safe travels. As soon as we're out of earshot of the guard, I'm like... Man, I don't think that guy socializes much. Yeah, also, I'm pretty sure jaunt means... Like a, a walk like a trip. Yeah. Yeah. He said there are people who want a jaunt who would be listening to music, but we want them to be staying still. You know, mall walkers. Maybe it's for exercise. Yeah. You know. Hey, whatever. As long as they pay us, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Let's find this guest tent. I'm tired. Yeah. What time is it again? It's getting late in the day. Yeah. We could play some campfire tunes in our tent. Yeah. Do they say that campfire is outside? There's a community fire pit. Maybe there's a pig roast going on. Hey there, groupies. Brayton here. Thanks for listening to Bardic Mystery Tour, like always. Remember, you can check out bardicmysterytour.com to link to our music, both on Bandcamp and Spotify or wherever, and also our Patreon page, where you can support us if you want to, but no pressure. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the album being mastered for the third season, because I know we're almost at the end of the fourth season, and it's just not done yet. COVID's been really rough on the whole world, but uh, we just keep putting off things, and we'll get to it soon enough, I promise. Also, this is the last arc of the fourth season, so after this, we're going to do a little bit of a switch-up. We're going to have a a three-arc mini-season, and then we'll come back to the main story. So stay tuned to find out what that's going to be like. And let's get back to the show. So, Scrapper. Yes. We just wanted to let you know that your introductory period to the band, your uh, trial period is over now. You passed. And now I'm a real adventurer. Yeah. 
You defeated two monsters, played two shows, so we think you're doing a pretty good job. Yeah, you're a real pal. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, you know, this band has meant a lot to me. But we want we want your feedback, too. Like, we always want to be better as a band. So if anybody's doing something that you think they could do better, this is our opportunity to talk about it. All right. Well, since, you know, you broached this subject, I feel like Kevin could do a better job at learning people's names. Mm, he struggles with that. All right, man. I'll try. It just comes off as impolite, you know? And then we're trying to look professional. Maybe you need one of those tricks where you're like, Kemen the coward or something, you know? Yeah. Kemen the craven. That's kind of mean. I don't know. Yeah. I couldn't think of a word that started with a K. A king. Kemen yeah. the king. I'm confused. Are you upset that I'm bad at names or are you upset that like I don't really care what people call me? Kemen the convict. You could go with rhyming like Kemen the gremlin. I don't think we're mad about you not caring what people call you. I think that Scrapper's saying what we like remembering other people's names. So they don't think that we're assholes. All right. All right. I'll try and work on that. Yeah. Like, do you know my name? Yeah. Wait, are you waiting for me to say it? Or can yeah. I just say that I know your name? It feels like a test that you're failing. Like your name is Scrapper. Okay. That's pretty good. And that's Wendy, and this is Lars, and that's Crow. Bingo, you got any uh, suggestions for ways we could be better as a band? Nah, I think we're good. You guys maybe need to get better at hacky sack, but I don't know that that really impacts our band playing as much as just like my general having a good time. Okay. So. Okay, I mean, I'm pretty good at it, but okay. All right, we continue down the road to Outpost 61532-338. Wait, are we already already in the outpost? We just have to go find a tent and we got to find a Haloon. Look, she's already doing better, Scrapper. Yeah. I'm not mad, but I'm a he. He's already doing better. Yeah. Great work, Kemen. You come to like a center of outpost kind of area. It's a little more open and has some community things like a fire pit. Like public restrooms. And a, yeah, restroom tent. Ew. Ew. Why is that gross? It probably smells bad. Yeah, I don't think they put the toilets in the middle of the outpost. They probably put the toilets not really in the outpost. All right, I okay. look for people. Are there people around? Yeah, you see a bunch of Anganelian guards walking around. All right, look for someone whose name might be Haloon without knowing any description of this person. You see one guard who, all the, so all the guards are wearing like the very iconic Anganelian calligraphy. Calligraphy. Calligraphy? Heraldric. Heraldry. Heraldry. What colors are those? Navy blue, dark green, and burnt orange. Like the flag. Exactly. So navy blue and dark green with orange trim. I don't know if they have full-blown tabards on. A lot of them are wearing like chain mail. But you see one who's wearing a breastplate, like a bronze breastplate with a big cape that is green and navy blue. And they have on their head, you know, the like Spartan helmet that has like the face coverings also. Like a lot of them have like helmets that are just like cover my head and like the back of my neck. But this one's like a face shielded helmet with like eye slits. Does it also have like a mohawk at the top? It has a giant dahlia on it, like a fake dahlia, not a real dahlia because it's a burnt orange dahlia. Ooh, I go towards that person. As you approach him. He turns and he looks at you and he goes, wow, that's a big gerbil you got there. Yeah, that's Lars. Reminds me of this band that my daughter's always talking about that she listens to named Dream Lancer. What? Man, that's us. Hey. 
No way. Yeah. She's always singing this song about a gerbil drummer or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's this guy. The one and only? Yeah. No way. Here in my outpost? What a coincidence. That's right. We're here to stay the night. We're looking for a place to lay our heads. Well, we will provide you with safety. And we're looking for a place to play uh, a gig. Is your daughter around? No, she lives back in the capital. What's the capital called? Is it Inganalia? No. I think we said it one time, didn't we? I think so. Tweet at us. Wait, 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 wait. It's, uh, weren't the regents from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Buckminster. It's the Buckminster Regents. Buckminster is the name of the capital, right? Okay. Sure. All of our good listeners already knew. Are you a good listener? Me either. I'm also not a great note taker. Uh, what's your daughter's name? Gotta know who our biggest fan is, you know? Uh, Fella. Fella. But it's not a joke. Fella or Othella? Fella. F-E-L-L-A. It's not It's not a joke, Brayden. I don't know why you would think that I would tell a joke about this. Uh, I ask Haloon if he has a piece of paper handy. Haloon? Oh, this dude. Do I have paper? Yeah, do you have a spare piece of paper? We can have Lars put a little gerbil print on it and send it to Fella. No, but I can probably get some. Hey, Haloon, you got any paper on you? And then one of the guards that's near him goes, Hi, uh, yeah, let me run in and grab some real quick. And he runs in a tent. And he comes running out with a piece of paper and gives it to this very large guard you're talking to with a breastplate. Hey, big guy, you want to get Lars to sign this? Oh, yeah. You're the best hey. with him, you know? Hey, Lars, you going to come here and give a paw print on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Famous. Yeah, famous. Yeah. Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay, do I have to roll anything or does he do it? Um, do you have paint or ink? Oh, I figured or- we'd just oh, use like, mud. mud. Yeah, Mud. all over. Okay. It's sleeting. I mean, his paws are filthy. Oh, yeah, they are. All right, roll a handle animal check. 12. Yeah, you get him to put a paw print on that paper. Nice. Here you go, man. Give us to your daughter. And this person you're talking to goes, oh, thanks. Folds it up and puts it in a pocket. And he goes, it's great. She'll love it. Great. What's your name, by the way? I, I just assumed you were Haloon, but I guess not. Oh, no, I'm Paxris. I'm the leader here. I'm the uh, commander. Of the Legion. How big is a Legion? I don't know how big a Legion is. More than 100 people? Isn't it 144? I think it's definitely at least 100. Maybe a Roman Legion is. It's 103, so you have three spares. Like whenever you get an Ikea set and they send you like some extra screws in case you lose them. A legion has between 4,000 and 6,000 soldiers. Whoa. A legion was further divided into groups of 80 men called centuries, which is Well, that doesn't wild. even make sense. And a man in charge of a century was called a centurion. That's what the centurion debate is about. Is that a Manchurian candidate reference? But like a bad one? Yes. Pat- I wrote down P-A-T-R-I-X. Well, I wrote P-A-X-R-I-S. I wrote P-A-X-R-I-C-E. Paxrees? Paxrees. Okay. Um, We heard that we should talk to you, Haloon, before you leave. Oh, yeah? Yeah, the guards at the gate said that you could help us get set up in the community tent. Oh, yeah, you're looking for lodging for the night? It is pretty late, I guess. I should be expecting people to start showing up. Not just lodging. 
but also a format because we were born for the stage. Then Patrick says, well, seeing as how you guys are a big deal, and I'm a big deal myself, why don't you guys uh, go to my private little fire instead of hanging out with this uh, the uh, the commoners? We'll have some uh, mead. We don't mind hanging out with the commoners, but you also seem cool, so we'll come hang out with you. They're not commoners. They're my men, and I appreciate all of them. And uh, We could entertain them. You know, we could play a show for your men. Yeah, maybe we could do a big show for all the men and then do an after-show party at your place. Sure. Sounds great to me. Because we got to support the troops. It's like a USO show. Yeah. Then I'll see you at the after show. Okay, cool. Wait, wait, wait. Where's your tent, man? Uh, I'll be at the show if you're playing a show. And then also it's the it's the big, uh, they're all like green and blue, but there's one big burnt orange one. He's like, it's the big burnt orange one, you know. So is Haloon going to help us get set up with like the stage and the sound check and everything? It's called the Dahlia Top. What is? The tent? or the- Yes, my tent. You ever been to a building with a name? Is that like instead of the big top, the Dahlia top? Is this like where it is? Yeah, circus? it's not big. It just has an orange, a burnt orange top, like the Dahlia. I thought it was big, though. What? It's the same size as the other tents, but it's just like me that stays there. Got that private room. Hey, when you're a big deal. Yeah, we know, because we're kind of a big deal, too. So we get yeah, it. It's a shame you guys have to stay in the, uh, you know, the guest tents, but you're not soldiers, so... Hey, rules is rules. If we had lodging for rock stars, then we'd let you use it. But, you know, don't. Well, you should add that to your request for next year for the budget. Uh, You know, not that many rock stars hang out at the outpost. Well, we could start spreading the word, you know, like we could make it cool again for rock stars to hang out with the troops. Yeah, this isn't a normal kind of year, though. What do you mean? Yeah, why is this year different? You know, every year is different. Why is this one, like, quote, not normal? Look how many people are here. You ever seen this many people between Dress Bit and Hang Twain before? No. I mean, well, I've we've never, never been, been here. Yeah, this is our way. first time. You've never been to Dress Bit. Dress Bit's a big deal if you're a rock and roller. Is that why you're on a, you're on a little pilgrimage from, uh, say, Leiden, going from Leiden to Dress Bit, try to get famous? Yeah, that's always been my childhood dream, to get all the way to Dress Bit on a rock and roll scholarship. Yeah. All right, we head on into the fire circle area with Haloon. All right, Haloon gets you all set up with a, I want to say room in the tent, but it's not a room, just some bunks in the tent. Oh, I want to whisper to my teammates, except for Lars, because he's got a big mouth. Hey, guys, I'll cast Liamon's tiny hut so that all our stuff is well protected once we actually go to go to bed. So it doesn't matter if we're inside or not. Smart. Nice. Thanks, man. Is Haloon going to get us set up with a stage and this like show that we're going to do? Yeah, Haloon gets you set up with some the best they can do. They don't have like sound equipment and stuff, but he's like, I cleared a place around here. You can, uh, I don't know. So we'll do like an acoustic set? Sure. And then after dinner, a bunch of the guards, because there was an announcement at dinner that there would be a impromptu rock show for all of the guards. Um. A bunch of the guards show up at the fireplace for an acoustic show. And we rock their socks off. Hello, Outpost 61752-338. We are Dreamlancer, and we're here to rock your socks off. We love Queen Inganelia and all of her Inganelian guards. This one goes out to you.
show if you know what I mean you know what I mean Brayton <laughs> what does USO stand for United States Open uh okay. it's a golf United tournament. States of organizations United Service Organizations okay yeah roll a performance check I got a 26 I inspire scrapper thanks I inspire Kemen thanks Twenty. See, you guys are like, oh, Wendy doesn't get inspired, but yeah, I rolled really poorly. Yeah, I rolled a seven. 
Wow, that's surprising for you, Brayton. How did the soldiers react to our performance? Everyone thinks it's awesome. Also in the crowd, not just soldiers, you also see a few other people hanging out. Like who? This male dwarf and a lady human and male human and a lady high elf. But they're just in the crowd somewhere too, just sitting around. Do we recognize them as like another band? They're all together. They're not even all standing near each other. They're just around. It's an interesting set of things you've given us. So just these four people in the crowd you described for no reason. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because they're not soldiers. Yeah, they're not guards. They're the only civilians. Yeah. This male dwarf, this female human, this female high elf, and this male human. Do they look like punk rockers or like, how are they dressed? No, the dwarf, they're just like a logger. Not like the beer, but like a person who cuts down trees. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the clarification. That was- they have red suspenders, and they're not a fireman, so you know what they oh, are. Oh, do they have plaid? A plaid flannel on? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that hat, they have the non-tossled cap. Do they have like tannish brown pants, like Carhartts? No, they have like denim jeans, I think. With big cuffs? Big old cuffs. Okay. What about this lady human? Uh, she's dressed more like a diva, like Celine Dion may dress. Like a deep V. Yeah. Like a dress, full length gown. Not like full length gown because she's in like a military outpost, but like fancier than anybody else there. Okay. Is it a shin length gown? Sure. Let's say maybe like fashionable top and skirt, not like a dress. Oh, okay. Does she look like she's wealthy? Not particularly. What about this fella human? Uh, he's wearing commoner clothes. Commoner than what? Like a tunic and some pants. Always good to wear those pants, yeah? All right, what about the high elf? She's wearing like priestess clothes with maybe some holy symbol. Do you think I could use the word robes to describe them? Sure. I just decided that the holy symbol looks like an onk, but with two loops on the top. It's like a scissor onk with a cross handle. Yep. Oh, I like it. It's lopsided too, like scissors are. Like good scissors are. So that's the lady high elf. She's like a priestess. That's what she's dressed like. It's like a peach on top of a capital T. Yep. A peach? Not princess peach. Like a, a Georgia fruit. peach. But yeah. cheeks. Um, Without I the drew leaves. it more like a bow. Like a present bow. Yeah, that works. I drew like an apple without the stem. How close is that to a peach? Well, which is correct, Ed? <sighs> I'm going to have to, I'm going to need you guys to all tweet me the images you made. Okay. Your show goes off like a hit and everyone loves it. And there's much drinking and non-debauchery, very normal, organized, calm, celebratory enjoyment. And then? And as your show ends, you see Pax Riss and he says, That was a very good show. Your music is good. I want to see if I believe that he actually thinks that. Roll an insight check. Eight. Six. Fourteen. The Fear Bulk and Wendy take it like it's ultimate and legit, but Scrapper sees it. He's clearly trying to pay you a compliment, and it's just not his taste in music. I say nothing. Thanks, man. Yeah, I can see why my daughter likes your music so much. Yeah, cool, cool. What's anyway, next, you guys want to come hang out at the uh, officer's fire with uh, me and Kolaf? Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, which way? All right, yeah, just come on over here. 
he leads you off as you're leaving a bunch of soldiers like, hey, man, good show. Good show. You guys did a good job. Yeah, we liked it. I liked it. You hear some really earnest like, uh, man, I really liked your music. I like your music a lot, guys. We shake their hands and fist bump them. And then we find ourselves at the officer fire. Do they all have hookahs? No, but they have brandy. Are there any s'mores supplies? Yeah, they're all cooking s'mores. I want to roast some marshmallows and make myself a s'more. All right. They're like, ah, yeah, the s'mores are for the officers. The infantry just gets uh, roasted marshmallows. and They just get marshmallows and graham crackers. Yeah. No chocolate. That's okay. Those are the two best parts. And Nutella. With white chocolate. Ew, white chocolate. White chocolate uh, s'mores? Peanut butter. Like Reese's Cups on it, though. Oh, so good. They just have to spread Nutella on their graham crackers and put marshmallow goo from a bag. Fluff. Ew. Yuck. They get like a dehydrated marshmallow goo that they have to like mix with water. Oh, and they use like river water. So it's like dirty. There's like flecks of dirt and rocks in it. And parasites. Yes. You can't see those. But like they've been eating like road rations for like ever. So like, oh, this stuff's so good. It's like the jalapeno paste or whatever. That's like the gold of the U.S. military and the MREs. Did any of the civilians that we saw on the show come to the officer's fire? (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no, no. Everyone here is a big deal, okay? We're drinking brandy tonight. But how do we tell that they're a big deal? Like, what kind of officers' markings do they have to let us know how important they are? So, the nighttime, they're not in their, like, official uniforms. Oh, they're, like, in their relaxed wear. Do they wear nightgowns? They have, like, the caps, those, like, soft caps that have, like, a symbol on the top. And if you roll a high enough uh, history check, I'll let you know the ranks of the military. Seven. Five. Five. Nope. They're all wearing symbols on their hats. A complicated mix of like chevrons and stars and uh, what's the top of the chevron that looks like the crown and some bars and like different stars that are different. It's about as much as Nora knows about American military markings. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you did say something. I, I asked if they were wearing nightgowns and you didn't answer. So I just really want to circle back. No, they're in their like. Uh, they're smoking jackets. Uh, I say to Koloff, Commissioner, what'd you think of the show tonight? All the officers look at each other and like, uh, it was good. Oh, yeah, it was good. It was real good. Did Paxris introduce us to Koloff? Like we know his name. Yeah. Uh, well, Koloff, when are you guys headed out? Are you staying at the outpost much longer? Um, sorry. Uh, we can't really divulge that information to uh, civilians. We're just uh, stationed here until further notice and uh, we get command from the top, you know. Okay. What do you guys do for fun around here besides drinking mead and brandy? Do you play dice? No, no, no. I don't partake in the uh, games of skill and chance. Poker? Go fish? Oh, is you guys hacky sack? And I pull out my hacky sack. No, 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 no. Tag? I started to play in the corner by myself. Are there corners in a tent village? No. What? Is it a round tent? You're outside. Oh, I thought we were in the tent. No, we're sitting around the fire making s'mores and drinking. Hey, I don't know. I felt like maybe this was a fancy tent. There was like a place. There are tents that are fires in them, but not this one. They're on fire. There are tents that are on fire, but that's not a fancy aspect to have in a tent. All right. We just party with these guys until the morning. Then we get back on the road and head to Dreskbit. All right. I mean, I sleep overnight. I don't want you to think that I'm not getting my bardic inspiration back. All right. 
Are you going to make a little tiny Lehman's hut? Yeah, I, but we have to go back to the common area, right? Yeah, you guys uh, drink with these guys for a while and, uh, you know, talk about nonsense in the weather. As the sleet continues to fall. Does the hut keep us dry? Yeah. Not if you're already soaking wet from chilling in the sleet. But the fire is good at drying you out. I make like a really ostentatious yawn, like that's supposed to be really visible so people will see it. I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really tired. I think I'm going to head to bed. What does ostentatious mean? Big gesture. Very visible. Yeah, you know how like everything in Texas is big? Yeah, ostentatious. Oh, is that where Austin comes from? All right, I cast Lehman's Tiny Hut over by the common tent, and we all... Four of us, including Lars, sleep in it. L-E-O-M-U-N, the apostrophe as Lehman's got a tiny hut, and it's big enough for all of us. Lehman's got a tiny hut, and it's big enough for all of us. How long does the hut last for? Eight hours. Okay. All right, does anything happen to our yurt while we're asleep? A tiny hut and a yurt are basically the same thing, so... Yeah, how big is a tiny hut? Uh, Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, do we fit in it? Nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with you. That's a yurt. It's a 10-foot radius immobile dome. That's definitely a yurt. Liamon's got an average yurt, and there's room inside so we don't get hurt. So bring your dirt. Bring your yogurt. There's room inside for a gallons of gurt. For go-gurt? We have to understand that gurt is short for yogurt, yeah. It's the cool term for it. All the kids are saying it these days. Oh man, my mom gave me banana gurt today. Gotta get all your probiotics. I wake at sunrise and go do some sun salutations in the training yard. Everybody wakes up together for plot reasons. And when you exit the tent, you see Paxris. Standing there, and he goes, Dream Lancer. Yeah. Good morning. We strike a pose. I have some unfortunate news for you. Oh, what happened? It is that nobody is leaving this outpost till I find out who committed an act of treason last night. Oh, man, what happened? What? Huh? Something went missing from my tent, and I can speak for the entire Inganalian army and say it was none of them. For they are immensely loyal to the crown. The only other people in the camp that I think have a reasonable alibi are the people that I hung out with last night during the time of the crime. Well, that was us, right? That was us. And that's yous. But. So we can go. Nope. What? But you know we didn't do it, man. Unfortunately, you still can't be allowed to go. But. To try to save a little face of the army, I heard from a little bird, you, as a band, happen to be maybe a little sleuthy. adventure. Oh, never mind. Did Crow tell you that? Who's Crow? Oh, Crow's my raven right here. And I point on my shoulder with my thumb. You have a raven named Crow. Yeah, man. Yeah. Who named it? Touch my nose. I touched my nose. Wendy, why did you name the Fearbulgs Raven Crow? I don't know, man. I was really drunk that night. Uh, To be fair, they're like similar types of birds. They're not similar at all. They're different sizes and they have different calls. If you don't know anything about them, you could get them confused. If you don't know anything about a horse and a zebra, you can get them confused. Yeah, if you don't know anything about a horse and a hippo, you could get them confused. 
What's a hippo? Oh, hippopotamus. Both have four legs. Hippo means water horse. River horse. There, yeah, there you go. We got there. So, like, you know, some people can't tell the difference. Anyhow, what was taken? Classified information about the mission of the outpost. Well, who was holding it? Was it Commissioner Koloff? No one was holding it. It was stored in my tent. Okay, was it in a folder? Was it in like a long tube all rolled up? But it was in your butt. To save a little face, instead of advanced interrogation methods that the army would choose to use, I was thinking... Since we're kind of friends now, you guys might be able to talk to some of the other citizenry. If we can get our information back, find out who it was, we won't be forced to. hate to use the word torture, but maim and kill and illegally search and seize all of their property is not the wording I would use. It sounds like the kind of wording that a reputable journalistic paper might use. I try not to talk to those people. That's why. Why don't you just have everybody turn their pockets out? Yeah, we could go the hard way. I could just seize every all the property well, of all the hold uh, on. civilians. That's fine with me. What if we go double or nothing? What does that mean? Well, if we do find out who took it, then you give us a letter that says that if we go to any other outposts, we count as commissars or sergeants. And we get all the rights and privileges. Commissars? Like we get food? I don't know. A hundred... Kevin, I don't know 100% of the ranks, but then we'll have access to the s'mores in any outpost. And the alcohol. So that's my, that's our proposal. We double down. If we win, you give us papers that get us s'mores at any outpost. And if we don't find it, then you can have this bucket base. Uh, I'm just going to keep everybody here till we find it because we got the whole place on lockdown. We're turning strangers away and... uh We'll eventually find it. It's in this camp somewhere. We'll just start taking limbs off of people. I don't care. All right, describe what it looks like again. It's like a manila folder with paperwork in it. How many papers? Does it say anything on the outside? It says classified. Did you look in the last place you'd expect to find it? Inside Liaman's tiny hut that was cast inside that tent that was arguably bigger than that tent. That you were in? Look, some of the hut can go through a tent. That's no issue for the spell. Then we could have two rooms inside the hut. That's genius. Trust me, just lay down outside the tent. I'll make sure you're covered. Did you ask your mom to look for it after you looked everywhere? No. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. One time I lost something. My wallet. My wallet. I lost it and I was asleep and I had this dream that it was in this pocket in this backpack. Is this why you're called Dreamlancer? And I woke up and I looked there and it was there. So maybe you just need to go to bed and then you'll find it. Yeah, maybe you need to like dream real hard. Yeah. Sure, we'll just lock down the whole camp for a couple nights while I dream. Well, you only have to dream for a couple minutes. Well, maybe you'll find where you put it. It's quicker to just torture people. All joking aside, since you agreed to the double or nothing, let's Go to the scene of the crime and see if there are any clues we can find. Does the double or nothing involve you giving away my bucket base? What's up? There's no double or nothing, but there's no way you're allowed in my tent. Well, then how are we supposed to investigate? You don't have to let us in your tent. Let us into Sergeant Koloff's tent where it was stored. That's not where it was. So you want us to find this manila folder, but you won't let us see where it's supposed to be stored. And you won't tell us about what's inside of it. And you won't let anybody leave until we do find it. 
You know what? I was trying to do you guys a favor. I was trying to, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't have to do it. We can just, uh, we'll do it my way. Give us 26 hours before you start waterboarding people. Okay. Can Dreamlancer find the missing classified information in the next 26 hours? Oral Paxrus begin advanced interrogation methods. And how long can Dreamlancer stay in his favor before they too are on the suspect list? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Warn your sheriff cause we're kicking in doors. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Hey everyone, if you enjoyed the song that we played for our show at the Inganelli Outpost in this episode, that is a song called Love It Ain't No Thing by Johnny Honest and the Fucking Liars, another band that Brayton's in, and uh, you can check them out on Facebook, so check them out if you liked it. Alright, we'll see you bye.